Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 54. Today's episode is a short pep talk, but don't underestimate the briefness. Just like a proper warm-up can make or break your form on the run, gaining awareness around this information can make a big difference in how you approach your runs. So today I want to talk about how I'm going about scaling my running. Since I'm currently going through my Chi Running Coach certification, I'm doing it differently. In the past, in order to improve my running, I focused on how to run farther and faster. I did not have focus on form, which in hindsight seems really strange. I mean, why wouldn't you work on technique or form in running? I guess running is just one of those sports everybody knows how to do. So when I thought about scaling my running, meaning when I thought about improving my running or getting better, I was focused on external metrics like speed and distance. And I was asking for advice about how to get faster or how to run further. When it was really more of an inside job, I learned. So why focus on form first? It's simple, really, for injury prevention and to run efficiently. So I'll share the big points with you today. Some form focuses that really make a difference. It all starts with posture. So stand up straight, square your hips, and feel how solid your hips get and how much they support you. Elongate your spine, lift from the crown of your head, and engage your core. Not a big tilt in your hips or pelvis or anything like that at all. Just a little bit of an engagement of your lower abdomen. This provides stability that will support you when you run and limits the extraneous sideways movements. Think sway of your pelvis, thereby decreasing your risk for injury and soreness. Good posture also provides lightness when things seem hard. I've really noticed that instead of my natural tendency is to bear down when things are hard, either I have to get up a hill or if I'm fatiguing, I have a tendency to kind of bear down to kind of summon up strength. And instead, good posture provides lightness, right? Instead of bearing down, you kind of pull up from the crown of your head. Next, fall forward from your ankles as you're standing still and doing this. Fall forward from your ankles, not your waist, which most people have a tendency to do. They just kind of lean in from the waist. 
No, we're talking about falling forward from your ankles, meaning that unless you brace yourself up against a wall, you'll fall on your face. I'm not talking a big degree of fall at all, just a couple of degrees, really. So just a slight fall, which really provides your gear for forward movement in chi running. So what you'll do next is you'll pick your feet up from your ankles. And think of it this way, to ankle lift is what we call it, which will counterbalance your forward fall. Right? So keep your feet under you so that your, think of it as your ankles, your hips and your shoulders are in alignment. There's a straight line. This way, you stack your skeletal system and your bones, tendons, and ligaments will do the heavy, lift, heavy lifting rather than your muscles, which most runners use their muscles to run with. And so this means when you use your skeletal system instead, it means less soreness, which is great, right? Make sure you keep your stride length short. So this will help with quick foot turnover, which in turn helps with minimizing the impact that your feet spend on the road. So there is less pressure on your joints your ankles, your knees, and your hip joints if your feet spend minimal time in contact with the road. So this is where we call a cadence. This is where you want to have a high cadence, somewhere between 170 and 180 ideally. And if you know we're close to that, don't stress. This is something you gradually build up to. And when you land on your one foot because running is a really a one foot sport right when you land you want your weight to be evenly distributed on the whole foot and not on your heels your toes or the sides of your feet i really started noticing as i was tuning into my feet how often i had more weight on the outside of my feet than just well balanced over my entire foot so also, I want you to be aware of not pushing off with your foot as you take your next step. You're just lifting from your ankles to keep up with this forward fall that you're creating. Remember, the forward fall is really your gear into moving. So as you fall forward, you pick your feet up to counterbalance this fall so you don't fall flat. And so you, you never push off with your toes. Think about how tiny your toes are. When we push off with our toes, there's a, an incredible amount of weight on very small muscles in our body. So we don't want to do that. We just want to pick our feet up to catch ourselves when we fall forward. You want to add arm swing at a 90 degree angle and you pull your arms backwards. So you're not going to have them out in front of you really just going to have them pulled backwards so kind of wrist to ribs and then elbow to ribs in that momentum right there let's see an arm swing is actually really important it's about 50 percent of running which is funny to me because i used to let my arms droop when i was running i wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention to them but really they make up about 50 percent. so definitely make sure that you get your arm swing in and above all else, relax, relax, relax everything but your spine. Your spine, obviously, you want to have straight and erect. 
but everything else you want to really relax. Relax your legs, relax your arms, everything but your spine. And this, I know, will seem super counterintuitive, but it makes for better running. You'll think that, well, wait a second, I'm running here. How can I relax my legs when I'm running? You can relax your legs if you just fall into it and just pick your feet up from your ankles, like I was saying, and then just really focus on relaxing because this will make for more efficient running and for less potential injury. Lastly, check in with your body throughout your run. The techniques or the form focuses that I've mentioned will only work if you continually implement them throughout your run. It's not kind of a set and forget it at the outset of your run, at the beginning of your run. It's not like, well, I'm just going into this gear now and I'll keep this going the entire time. This is something that you work at for the entire run. And because there are so many things to think about, pick two, pick one or two focuses that you want to think about for a run. It could be posture and it could be your your ankle lift. And then you just keep your focus on those two. You can cycle through the two and then you can take a break and just think about your running or think about the what it looks like where you're running. But keep your focuses in one or two techniques and then just adjust continually as you're noticing that, well, now my posture isn't straight anymore. I need to straighten up my posture again. I need to square my hips again. I need to fall forward again. I pushed off with my feet here, with my toes here. So remember to lift from my ankles. That's really where my focus is in all my runs. So why form, distance, and speed in that order? Well, the premise is that the better you get at your form, the longer you can maintain it over a distance, and then speed becomes a byproduct of form and distance. Maintaining good form helps in injury prevention, such as runner's knees, IT band issues, shin splints, to name a few common ones. And maintaining good form helps in running efficiency making you less tired overall because you're really using your skeletal system rather than your muscles. And thanks to these techniques, the first 17, 18 miles of my recent marathon, the Big Sur, I felt really great. This is my first marathon, as I mentioned, right? Despite about 25 hills. So it really works. And one of the other things that I really like about it is that it keeps your mind tuned into the run when you just focus on a couple of the, of the techniques throughout the run, making for a more mindful experience during your run. And so if this is something that interests you, this is kind of what we learn in my runner's mind coaching. Come check us out if you're interested in mindset for runners and learning mindful running. So there you have it. Form, distance, speed, in that order, runner friend. All right, happy running. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time. <laughs>